Hello, I'm your host, Jose. In today's episode, we will talk about data visualization, and we have a guest, Dr. Kay Burns. Dr. Kay Burns will comment on the latest book on data visualization. Let's take a listen. But I think that could be a wonderful subtitle, right? Or something that informs, gives me actually some, some more insights on what this book is. Right? And I think this sentence is natural. This is something that you wrote in, the, in, in there because, yeah, it's like, this is the book, right? So you defined actually the purpose of the book without knowing, right? I think. Um, Yeah, as I just said, right? So, so you have the interesting focus on strategy and policy making, 29 pages. Then the introduction came second with 25 pages. And uh, make visuals and influence people um, <laughs> with also 25. That's another book. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. Well, uh, well, they stole it from somewhere else, I'm sure. Uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. not a question of right and wrong. It's a question of what is even better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know what to write here actually, so I was a bit of a loss. So the, the flow so the, of the discourse, right? As you're choosing this now, is you're discussing the concepts, the basic concepts, then knowledge creation, right? You have a chapter summarizing information, visualization, in strategy and policy making which is like and then you come up with some principles and axioms i think right or the way i understood it yes, yes right yes. uh the, the last chapter is the easy chapter is to go out with a good taste of mouth because it's very easy to understand and very visual mm-hmm. so it's the last part of the book so it, it's good if it's and then you have some closing comments somehow, end up, yeah right? the closing comments which is two pages, right? Three pages, yeah. So, so where's the... It's, it's in no relation to your introduction. Right? Remember in academia what you do, you, you, you actually start asking questions in the introduction and in the conclusion you would answer them. This is in academia, right? Is it the practical book that you want to write? Does it need to have this? I don't know. You have to decide, right? But somehow something... Right along the lines, could be. you connect to the beginning, to close the circle. I get it. I see, and I didn't do it. I so I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. All right. So just to to summarize here, right? So what I would do is I would actually take the three points from the preface, right? Um, take them as the overarching reasons why you have written this book, right? What this book tries to achieve. So you would say expand the preface? Yeah, and but, but take, well... With more frameworks and Exactly, references. apply this... <laughs> Bastard! Yeah, apply this to, to your... Uh, to my preface. Exactly, right? Like, um, I was born, poor and uh, alone in Barcelona and what well, a story. Is that a relevant story, right? A so narrative. Why I'm doing this. The narrative here could be like... I mean, the stereotype Killing is... Killing Scientists work in a... have learned to 
to, to work in an environment which is predefined. One plus one is two, right? Everything has an answer. However, what you do in the 21st century, I think, is you want to use data to change narratives, yes. to change people thinking. To change the world. Right, exactly. To change the world. But, but that you cannot do in a predefined system. That is what you do in an open system. An open system lives off arguments, right? So it depends on what you do argue for, right? And how you use the data. Data in itself is not positive nor negative. It's the argumentation, right? And what you try to do is you try to use data to create visuals which tell a story to support a certain narrative. Yes, what I'm telling data scientists is uh, think of the narrative when you do a chart. Because yeah. usually they them, don't think about it. What they think, right? And, and this is where you apply design thinking in, in the writing process. Imagine you speak to a data scientist. He is used, right? All he has done in his life is working in systems, right? He's not a social scientist. He has no clue about what it means to Gender play, equality, make an nothing. argument, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. These, these things. This is not his education. Correct. So what you're trying here to do is to give him, make a data scientist a little bit more a social scientist. Yes, soft skills. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, those soft skills are what, great, as you said, there's no awareness. No awareness, zero. Right, that zero. this is really important if you and want no awareness to create meaningful who, data. Yeah. Right, or meaningful visuals. Meaningful visuals, yeah. Right? Creating the data is not enough. If you want to, you can do so, but then you also do a very particular job in a team. Right? But if you are a generalist, right, or want to become a generalist, you can not only source the data, but also provide it with meaning, right? And, 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 and tell the story and, and change narratives, how you like to do this in policy making, right, or in strategy then you need more. Right? And maybe you give your real the choice, right? Oh yeah. But if you want this, and I'm sure many people will want this, right? Then you keep on reading. And this is the transformative promise I think that your your book has. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So you're ready for more criticism? This is nothing. Until I don't cry in the floor. That's nothing. Uh, some friend told me that the, the graphics in the book don't look very good, so she suggested to simplify them, to make them more uh, black line, brown line, black. Not very good chart. No, this is even worse. This is your ego. Yeah, well. Right, this is like... Yeah. Jose, you don't need this. Well, well, this is some empathy. Hey, oh, yeah, exactly. The, what, what kind of empathy do you want? Sitting in a round, right? And or you have to say, oh, this is, by the way, a very important conference where I stand in front and explain people, right? What is data? What's the difference between? What would this? you put here? I don't know what to put. Remember, Donald Miller's, right? Story template. You are the guide. You're not the hero. I mean, this is a pattern. Yeah, this comes up in many different places. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really want to focus on, on yeah, the star, the principle of the chapter, the principle of the chapter is to come from data to me. That is what this chapter is. So it would be chapter 
So the one I'm happy about is this one. Mm -hmm. This is good. Maybe this should be good. Yeah, I mean, I, I like this, for instance, here, right? I mean, how to, well, how to get the Nobel Peace Prize? Well, not the Peace Prize, but the Nobel Prize, right? For what we do. That is a skill that you show me. If you tell me, uh, this book, right, will give you the skill, right, that is fundamental to getting a Nobel Prize. Because it's a difference between providing that and making meaning out of that and change the way we think in the 21st century. Yeah, this is what policymakers want, right? Good point. But have a look here. Um, yeah, that was my ego. Nobody said anything, damn it. And I think only friends would tell you this, right? Who, who think like, or, or people who don't care. But, yeah. I don't know where. Um, so, yeah, right here, right here, this is what right. information versus meaning, right? I totally agree with you. This is excellent. But you are, right? First of all, again, why, why do you have a feature in this paragraph? Wait, wait. Why do you have a feature in this paragraph? Right? right? Um, then I try, I, I try to find flaws in the chart, but there are like no flaws. This, this chart is perfect. Uh, he says, I didn't make it. It's not my chart. Yeah, it is. No. But then you say, I just was upset the idea had not occurred to me first. Yes. I mean, what kind of value do you display? I mean, so this is so much not growth thinking. This is, don't this let is you actually leave. a fixed mindset. No. You're dis displaying me here that you're jealous of other people. Yes. This shows me yes. that you're not happy for other people. That is exactly not the mindset. I wasn't. I changed. No? It's not good? It's not good? No, the first thing that you can see is, this is beautiful. I want this as well. Yeah, that's what I say. And then no, you say that you're jealous. That yeah, you said so it wasn't you. Yes, I was. And yes, I was. And this happens a lot when somebody shows something cool and other people uh -huh. said, "Damn it! I wish it had a to And then they no, they're the jealous. They're like, have in that moment is, "Oh, great! How did you come up with it?" That's fantastic. That is wonderful. I'm just telling you. I'm what you're displaying in this book in writing. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just role, role modeling so that they can learn when this happens to them. Because it happens when you see something. You try to show everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I read this story, a similar story in this book, uh, Ogilvy. Uh -huh. So he says, how to detect uh, excellent advertisement is that when you see it and you feel jealous and you wish it had occurred to you, it's a very good advertisement. <laughs> but that's what a completely different. Well, this no, thing. I thought. I thought. I thought it was. But like that guy has. Is he has he credentials in design thinking? Is he an expert in design thinking? No, it's a exactly. You are. Right? It's a story. It's and a story. one of the underlying mindsets of design thinking is growth mindset. So you have to display growth mindset in your writing. I just wanted to tell this anecdote so people could learn when it happens to them because it will happen. Yeah. You will always find. Okay. My second point here. But it doesn't come across as like that. I don't. Maybe I have just read it because I'm so um, well, bogged down to the details here, and I'm coming from design thinking, right? I know what kind of values I would like to see you to display. So it's not only you're preaching design thinking, but you're living design thinking. Here. And again, the second thing is you're you're. You're the guide, not the hero. 
So you should feature it all here. Right? You're right. But again, Jose, this is just an observation, one right? One you, one you, one. That's you very tell good. That's, that's very good. That's very good. If it's me, right? that's very good. But it's true. When I saw this chart, my first impression was like, oh my god, this chart is wrong. It's wrong. But then... <laughs> no, it's not. It's, oh, actually, oh, it's cool. an excellent chart. It's a genius chart. And I was trying to find flaws. But in reality, it's because I love this chart. Oh my god, why didn't I think of this chart? And, and this is actually a, a great missed opportunity for here for you if you wanted this for data scientists right to link it to the scientific method i wanted to prove it wrong mm. and that's what you do in science right and i couldn't you're, you're not proving things right you're proving things wrong right and i think this is a great opportunity to link up with data scientists right uh, it's, a, it's another method. type of chart where the x-axis is uh not continuous but discrete ordered so uh, okay let's move on So I avoided the temptation of looking at how many types of charts there are in the world, bar charts, this, that, all the combinations, and which one you should use in each situation, because that's the, what people expect, but that's already, I don't think there's a lot of value there. For instance, one of the most valuable, very valuable thing is when you discuss different types of charts, for the underlying values of principles. Right? Uh, so when a pie chart is appropriate, what is a well inequality, right? You want to showcase, you use a pie chart. Yes. Imagine you would have like the five principles here, right? So for which situation or value basis do you want to use which type of chart? This would be a great navigation help for me already that I could quickly apply, right? So that when I ask myself, okay, what kind of meaning do I want to make here, right? That I know, okay, I exclude automatically these shots. Very handy well, advice from your part, I would say. Good insight. Like bar charts are more into a competitive narrative and uh, bar charts in a scarcity mentality. I yeah. think you, you touched on this here a little bit. Right? Just one more but this is, there is an opportunity for you to actually identify principles, yeah. right? And give me five situations. This is where it becomes a guide, where you actually take a stance, right? And, and that is, a, that is the, the dangerous part for you as well, where you have really to step out and say, I'm as an expert, I judge this chart as falling into this category. Okay, so there are plenty of things you can change in a chart, like the bar or the pie, the, the orientation, the geometry, the... There's a few things, and for each one, there could be a principle. This is one of my favorites. Yeah, this is, it's interesting, right? Um, I think for visual communication, there's a lot of text and very visuals. This was my first thought. I think this itself is a picture, I understand. Right? But when you have this in real life, what it actually is, is a bad example of visualization. Because it has no visuals. Right? So, so you, you make it a visual and then you tell it, yeah, it's great. Here, the, no, the idea was the narrative, to identify narrative stories and data and why, why this was so successful. It was not because the visualization, but because the narrative and the data and the story, which is... 
in one point of the book also, right, mm. talking about the narratives here, I don't yeah. know where it is, you, you say that this is an ethical guide or something. Right. right? Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, really? Well, right? Are you sure? Mm. And um, I, I then, well, remembered or stumbled over your your narratives here yeah, for, yeah, for frameworks, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right? But then apply these, these frameworks that are not hardly applied anymore, right? And as I said, Chapter one, you you identify the principles, the frameworks, and then the following chapters, right, are actually a step-by-step -step guide how you go from normal data to fantastic shots, right? So what are the hacks, the, the mental moves that you do actually to turn it? So give them your experience, right, in the book. I think that that is actually the great value of it. And showcase where ethical questions and frameworks are important and how they can change the meaning of the narrative matter what you want to do right? and then apply it to someone yeah yeah I think for the moment this is what I can can provide you with feedback. Okay, well, uh, why don't you redo the preface for the next edition? The preface and the remarks. And I will, I will, <laughs> and you fix, you add more references and stuff in the middle. Meanwhile, I will work on the principles and try to redo the, to find more principles, like what you said, how to go from okay chart to a meaningful chart that that would be a great idea i think you could redo the preface i think so you mean the preface in terms of an introduction you turn yeah. it into an introduction yes 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 yeah. yes to make it into a chapter properly okay that, as a framework for the book to follow yeah is, it, would that, is that something you could do or like to do i mean if you want yeah I mean, how do you like the idea of making this is the step-by-step -step guide, right? Basically, a window into your thinking, into your brain, right? When you, how you approach the visualization of data, right? Step-by-step, -step, following the principles outlined in, 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 the, in the first chapter. What we can do is, you do that, and the part in between, it's self-contained units. I will add more units. And then we will identify, oh, these are the principles, so maybe we can rearrange things and restructure. Yeah. So the good thing about this is that it's, you can move pages up and down. Yeah. They're more like nuggets, right? So you do the preface, you lay out the framework, and then we rearrange the middle. Would that work? We could try it out. Right, so what I can make is I can make a suggestion how I think it should be arranged. Right, yes. so okay. I'm, I'm again I, I can tell you about the pro process I think would be beneficial. Right, yeah. the, the theories maybe how what we can link up to. Right, yeah. where where we base our arguments on. I cannot do that. So you do it. You are the guy who, who gives us the content. Right, so I cannot look into well what kind of graphs go with this kind of I'll take strategy. Care of that. Right? I'll take care exactly. Of that. But you, you lay out the framework. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. Yeah? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and I will add. I will add a long case I just did. Uh, another long case I have. 
and yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then you better. talk actually at, at and uh, Astro Labs. The, the ethical stuff. Yeah. Could be already well taking the structure from the introduction, right? And testing how this is actually received by the audience. And if they crave more then, right? Basically what, what their reaction needs to be is okay, shows how. Right? Shows more how. Right? How how does it work? A bit like the reaction after reading the introduction must be okay. Show me how to do it. Yeah. So um, it all makes sense. It falls into place. Let's, let's go and start working together. If we have that reaction after that talk, then we're on the right track. If we don't have that reaction, right? If people are puzzled, then we know that we have to to do another introduction. I think. That is how we could use the, this talk. But if you say no, this talk should be on a specific chapter here, we can do this as well. Or you, you do this. Right? But that's what I would do. That'd be great. You'd like to do that? Yeah, sure, if you want. Then we can put your cool name here and make a nice cover. <laughs> so now it's, it's doing pretty well on sales. Uh, it's on the. It sells about two or three a day, uh -huh. and so that puts it in the top ten in business consulting. Nice. It's not bad. What I would do, right? I mean, just a couple of details. Um, and I understand. Yeah, many of these charts should be. Uh, be like this super clear but for example this one is okay but maybe this should be thicker so it looks good on on print yeah. so what this, you what we should do is we should always use our own right own never chart. use something that we that's this style so all of these are mine except one or two except the McKinsey chart like this doesn't look so good right yeah, I mean, it depends on what you want to to showcase, right? A better this could be the full spread, maybe it's easier to understand. Some people said I want the color version, not this one. Color is super important, and I agree. So this style is not the same as this one, so it's not. This doesn't look great, but oh, it's so complex to do these things. This one is okay, but it's a different style from the other ones. So everything in the same style, maybe it looks. A bit better. Yeah, okay, cool. Maybe something should not be here. So you are the one. This one, one of my favorites, because it's very clean. Mm -hmm. The Elon Musk one pixel. And then show it, showing it with. Uh, planetary. Which is why I, why I explained just in the previous page. Like the. The planetary um, yeah, yeah so yeah. i i think this is on my idea i don't know if anybody figured this out before but it's, it's a great way to convey when you have more than four orders of magnitudes things to compare it's the only way to do it yeah and surprisingly many few people use it
Yeah, I think that'd be great. And they, I have a friend from Halt, uh, Ali Fenwick, he's Dutch. Uh-huh. And he would like to contribute a psychology aspect of it. Like, why you do like, because he's a psychologist, applied psychologist. So it could be a great addition to, he could add psychology references like yeah. color theory and stuff like that. But so, yeah, so that's. So let's see where it leads us, right? But so I would be very happy if you, yeah, if you expand that in, intro and yeah, you do the framework and then we rearrange in a way that you think it's more uh, better. Yeah. If you want to do it. Right? Questions if I have time enough I know to do I know. it, right? But um, think about it. I'll definitely give you a concept, right? And um, I cannot add what you told me. I cannot do it because I don't know all these people. All these. I don't know them. I don't know. I don't know. I never studied those things. Yeah. I'm a techie guy. <laughs> I'm like one of them. <laughs> I mean. It should be a practical book, right? But, but well, first of all, for, for whom do you want this book to be, right? We, we, we need more clarity on this. Do you want to keep the part on the learning objectives, so more for, 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 for actually the educators, or should it be more for the, for the user? Because honestly, if it should be more for the user, delete all the parts that relate to the learning objectives, blah, blah. It's just one page. It doesn't hurt anybody, I think. And it's super useful if you're a teacher. So it's like a, it's the excuse to use it as a textbook. It's only one page. I don't think we will lose any reader because of that. That's why I did it. I also did it because I have a course next year. Well, I will not be teaching it, but it's called Introduction to Data Visualization. So the reason I did this book is because I was preparing material for the course because I am the coordinator. So I, uh, there are not very, you know, there's not very good textbooks on data visualization. Uh, Kai, there's very few uh, good textbooks. Most of them miss the point, or they're focused on programming, how to make a chart, that they don't think about color theory or storytelling or anything. But then you go all the way to storytelling the data, which is the most popular textbook. A book, but it's not a textbook. It's just very, and it doesn't, it doesn't have the storytelling part either. It's quite interesting. So there's a niche there that nobody has made a proper textbook. Nobody. Good chat, maybe. I think what we cannot do, we cannot mix two books, right? So. There's, it's great to have actually on your portfolio two books, and I would do rather two than one, right? So you do one book that is the textbook that you want, and the second one is is one for practitioners. For practitioners, like what would that mean? Like, let's take a project. Let Let's be very practical, right? Okay, Kai. You have here a project, this is the data that you have, make a presentation on what this data means, right? Why? And whatever the topic is, you prepare, you sit there, and you need someone to help you. Why cannot the textbook be like that, like what you have described? One thing is, this, this book that, that hammers out the principles, right? That gives you 
the step-by-step -step guide, the kind of thinking, right? Another thing is the textbook, which explains the teacher, the educator, how to pitch the concepts so that the, your students would acquire the know the mindset, the skills, right? The the practice, the exercises. I understand. I, I'm not saying it cannot be, I right? It, yeah. But I think you have gold in your hands here when you say, okay, you do two things, right? One book is clearly identified for practitioners, right? Who have clearly no. I mean, when I look at the people in my in, in the office, right? When they see something like vaguely like learning objectives, that is so far from from from, from their world. They they don't know even what it is. For you and me as academics, we are, we are, we are this day today. This is very clear to us. To a practitioner, this is so useless, as, and and you don't want to to lose that right in, in the reading app. Just one page, but yes, mm -hmm. I understand. I think you have it in, in the. I get it. I get it. In get the it. Um, in the introduction, right, of some chapters as well. But the learning objective here is this. If I remember correctly. Where it is. But again, I, I think the goal here is you have two books. So write two books. Focus first with the practitioners and then target the, 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 um, the academics. There's this book called Don't Make Me Think. Do you know it? It's a bestseller on UX design and it's a book, very practical book on how to make good website design. Very simple principles, but it's it's focused on not the textbook, but on what you say. Bam, 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 bam. And it's a bestseller. And it's now used as a textbook in many places. Yeah. Or not the main textbook, but because it's the best book on how to make, how to avoid bad designing websites. Okay, interesting. I see the point. Okay, let's think about it. So, forget about the textbook. Let's make the practical thing. So, for the practical thing, we will still need the framework and the introduction properly. Thank you. I mean, the three points that you have is the framework a little bit, right? Then uh, on in, in synthesis is chapter one, which outlines the the, um, the theory. What is behind? This is synthesis. Applied synthesis. So for the practical, would you expand the introduction, the preface? As I said, right, I would take the content of the preface, make it the introduction, right? On the one hand, to explain the purpose of the book, and on the other hand, to start including the part well, or... I, I thought that if I do that, I thought that I would lose the audience in the first yeah. pages. They can always skip this chapter, right? But you need a little bit of a frame that gives a skeleton for for while you look at things. Where you do. I usually skip those pages at the beginning. You, do you do but the it's same? Especially for well, if, 
but sometimes for that's me, to important. decide, right? If I want to read this book, yeah. I look into the introduction. I look into the conclusion. For me, right, the introduction needs to 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 elicit interesting questions, and the conclusion of anything, right, would give me the answers to it. If I'm intrigued, I read it. Right? Here, it must trigger a couple of questions and then give me the how to do it in the middle and the meaning at the end. What I have gained. So that I can tell others what I have learned by using this book. Listen, this is one way of looking at things, right? So it's... That's good, it's good, it's good. Awesome, well. And would you add more content to it? More cases and stuff like that? As I said, I would make sure that I would structure what you can do, right? Is take any data that you have and pretend you have a project, a work project with it. Right? So you get a brief from McKinsey. This is the news research we have on emiratization, right? In the UAE. That's the data. Now, let's make a story out of it. How do you do this? Right? This is our client. This is our objective, whatever you want, right? Whatever is, is reasonable, right? Case study. Exactly. And you now interpret the data. Use the data to make visuals. So, yeah. take this as a brief, as a design brief. Yeah? And then what do you do? And in the steps that you do, right? You, you first set out your criteria right, that we have in the introduction or the first in the synthesis part, right? And then you show me step by step how you apply these principles in the process of data visualization. Got it, got it, got it. I have to work on that. So what I would need of you is really these clear principles, I right? Where you think, right? The first, well, I'll give you just an example. I have to think about um, it. Meaning comes before um, uh, aesthetics, for instance, yeah. right? So the first phase of whatever you do is actually to make meaning, right? Get the narrative, and only then you get the color code. The aesthetic, okay. Right? Yes, yes, Something yes, like yes, that. Yes. Principles, right? If you want to express inequality, you use these charts, types, never these. And then, in case studies where you practice those processes. So, the thing is, I don't have a process. I should come up with one. And I think it would be easy for you. Yeah. I didn't think about it. Like a five-step process to meaningful chart making. Yeah. How cool is that? Fuck. It is for people so easy to write. This this is how it becomes a guide then, doesn't it? Okay, good. Excellent. Good. 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 I'll work on that. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Thank you. That's such a good feedback. As I said, right? Keep what you what you like and, and just forget what what you just like. Yeah, so it's doing well. On sales. Sometimes you have to write a book too. Now it's super easy, guy. This could be your training. 
preparation. <laughs> uh, see, it's, I have one book on Amazon, right? But yeah, um, I don't know. Such a long process writing a book. It is so little. I think the key is to focus on a very thin <laughs> slice of knowledge, a very narrow thing, a niche that nobody has done, like this one. Storytelling uh, charts for geeks. Right? Yeah, I like the focus here on the practical aspect. What you cannot do is something that already has been done. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of it. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, awesome. Well, that's awesome for the Um You have a good week, right? Let me see. I, you know what I'll do? I'll do a Trello book. Do you know what's Trello? Mm -hmm. And then we can put the content and then we can rearrange it. Yeah. And play with it. Okay. And we can move the cards up and down. What I will do now is I will do a conceptual note. Right? Just some evils I will share with you. will see some names. Happening drawings on content, right? And how to, to make meaning out of it. Um, for the preface and the introduction. Come up with a process, like a five step process to me, to chat making, and then you need to come up with the principles, the yeah, axis, and then a process. Yeah. Huh? The seven universal laws of shit. visualization. Yeah. Okay, huh? that right. you can apply to anything, any topic you're working on. Principles, process, and facts. Great examples, right? And then, and then get started. So that will be the chapters. Okay, okay. I think the, the structure of the chapters and sequence is make it easy. It's a step by step guide, right? So, as I said, pretend having your first McKinsey project, right? How would it be? And then put yourself into the position of a data scientist, right? Who has to do everything nowadays? Not only one part of it, right? You need to be able to do many things, right? And for us, for instance, we have a designer, but sometimes the designer is not there. So I have to do her job, right? So you and this multicultural team, wherever you need to be at, right? So first, second, third, third, fifth, fourth, and fifth, and, and then you we'll go through the process. What are the mental moves that you need to apply, right, to each case? Take care. Thanks for all taking over the bill. You're welcome. Say hi to Faye. Yeah. Don't forget your glasses, huh? No. I will. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you, Kai. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Can I have the bill, please? <laughs>